Yeah, welcome one, welcome all. You already know what's going on. It's your little girl, your girl. And if you are under the sound of my voice, you have tuned in for another episode of the Cheers podcast. And I thank you for that. Now, I don't know about you good people, but I myself personally have had a week. So without any further need to delay, grab a glass, pop a squat and get comfy because your week just got a little tipsier. Cheers, ho. Yeah. Yeah, you dig? Yeah. Yeah. Be more than one douche. You know I do. Uh, wake up, bake up, pass out, max out, rack now, boozle down, bubble coat in my closet. <laughs> Never brush all these flaws in. Woo, I'm hyped today, y'all. I'm extremely, extremely, extremely fucking hyped. And if you know, then you motherfucking know. I'm so happy to be bringing y'all this episode. I'm going to be doing an artist profile on my very good friend and fucking one of the newest, hottest, up-and-coming stars out of the motherfucking DMV, Bam Alexander, county kid extraordinaire. I got to sit down with my homeboy. Well, shit, we wasn't sitting down, but you'll see. Um, And we had a fire-ass conversation about, you know, what it's like to put your art out there, but also have to work at the same time, working on collaboration, authenticity, everything. Like, we just dropped so many fucking gems, and this joint was so fucking good. I didn't want to cut any of it, so it's definitely going to be a part one, part two situation, but y'all are going to love every second of it, I promise. So with Without taking up too much time, let's jump right into this niggulation for today. Damn, I didn't even ask y'all how y'all was. I hope y'all are doing good and drinking the water that you promised me is going to drink and, you know, living your best life, giving your best healthful efforts, all of that good shit that I be asking y'all to do all the time. And again, all the love and the thanks for all the support that y'all is giving me. But yes, onto this niggulation and this niggulation, which we take from the good book, um, chapter six, verse 17. And the great prophet Kendrick said unto his fellow man, make it look sexy. In all things that you all do, waking up, going to sleep, going to work, going to the club, stunting on the gram, um, getting this money, uh, nigga cooking your food, eating your food, and all things that you do, every step that you take, make that shit look sexy and make it look sexy in only the way in which you can because you are your own special brand of sex. You understand what I'm saying? Nobody else can offer the sexy that you have to offer to the universe. So make sure that you put that sexy ass spin, that personal sexy ass spin on everything that you do in life. Make that shit look cute. Make that shit pop off, okay? And that's actually kind of what um, Bam and I talked about as we were doing this interview is like putting that personal spin on everything, making sure that everything you produce is authentic. Um, If you're not already knowing who Bam Alexander is, I was going to say shame on you, but you know, I'm not into shaming the girls. So I um, will not say shame on you, but I will encourage you before you listen to the rest of this episode, pull up whatever streaming service you listen to. And if you can't afford the streaming service, you know what I'm saying? My heart is in solidarity with you. Bam is also in solidarity with you. Go on YouTube and look up one of his songs. Every song smack. Oh my gosh. I'm just fangirling at this point. So I'm going to stop gushing, but what I will say is that Bam is a very, very talented, light-skinned individual that came up through Gaithersburg, Maryland. We went to college in Baltimore where he really like fell into his niche and everything and 
evolved into Bam Alexander. And so that's why this episode is called Becoming Bam. And we're going to get to hear his story and how he transitioned into becoming Bam. So how about we have a brief musical interlude and then when we get back, Bam's going to be on the line and it's going to be fucking amazing. Y'all finna love this shit. Look, wake up, baked up, passed out, maxed out, racks now, boots down, bubble coat in my closet. Ooh, never brush, only floss. Uh -huh. Now she up in my apartment, give it to her how she wanted. Meet the parents, now I'm all embarrassed. Monaco to Paris, get it off of Clarence Prince King, three thrones. All right, 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 all right. So today, on the phone, not at the door, but on the phone. I am okay. I am just shit. Oh no, you gotta be like, I'm blessed, I'm humbled, like I don't even have the words right now. I am just I'm jubilant. There it is. Today I am jubilant to be conversing with the y'all hear me, the Bam Alexander, recording <laughs> artist. Wordsmith, our favorite light skin individual. Hey. All factual. Y'all know him as Bam Alexander. I know him as Sun Sun. Sun Sun came. Uh -huh. How are you? I am doing very, very well. Feeling great, feeling fantastic. That's amazing. Thank you so much for uh, participating in this foolish mint. I'm so happy to be sharing. <laughs> thank you for having I'm me. I'm so definitely. happy to moments with you. Uh, thank you for pulling up and being with us. Um, just a little background on how Pam came in. How long we've been knowing each other? How many? Like Shit. Three and a half years? Three years? Three, somebody, three somebody. and a half. You know. I was gonna say, you know, we black, we not good with numbers. We gotta round up the foe. You know, black people has gotta exaggerate time. Yeah, it's just like you know, we go way back, <laughs> way, way, way back. <laughs> but um, so obviously, for well, not obviously, because right, some people might not know, but we met at Towson University. Okay, to you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> The first PWI to an HBCU. Niggas are going to slander me for that one. Anyway, so uh, we met at Towson. And um, so funny story. I, I've never really talked about this. So Cayman and I had, so we were both English majors together at Towson. And we had class together and Cayman just didn't peep. I always peep like his light skin energy. Uh, <laughs> coming from like the different parts of the room like I was seeing a place where I ain't never really say anything and then um oh also for those of you that don't know he is um a distinguished member of uh Phi Beta Sigma fraternity incorporated hey, uh, <laughs> and so I remember when he was on his evolution his journey to becoming <laughs> A distinguished member. We took a Brit lit class together that semester. Uh, and the worst. Yo, that man, oh, it took me all of my strength not to name drop this man just now, but our professor was literally just Amen. bruh. I don't know how I I don't know. I don't know how I passed that class, bro. I'll tell you what, I, I, I didn't, but <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, we came back. <laughs> we came back strong. We sure did. So that semester, uh, we took that class together this semester. He was um, pledging the frat. And, like, my Lord, like, I just used to see this nigga in the back of the classroom just, like, just deadpan, like, looking <laughs> and shit, like... Looking at the professor, and then as soon as class up, this nigga just dart out, and I'm just like, "That looks like <laughs> something." I, I've seen this. <laughs> I've seen this before. <laughs> I've seen what this looks like before. And she, she um, knew before I knew that she knew. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Period. And so then when he crossed, I stayed close to the blue throughout my time in college. Um, so I remember being at your probate and I was, I felt, I felt proud. Like we weren't even friends, but like, I just felt so proud of him. Cause I felt like I watched him the whole time <laughs> the from a distance. With, with, without me knowing. <laughs> without, she told, without him she, knowing. She, told me, she told me later and I was like, Oh. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that is how, uh, the familiarity bred itself. And then from there, it just, I don't even know. Okay. How do we, how did. How did we develop into like the way Mama Shay and Sun Sun? Like, yeah, like the way ugh, I would say, it? I would say it was Ujima because I don't know, like I was around before, but I wasn't really in the mix. I, I'll say I was real quiet, um, just kind of kept to myself and the people that I was already close with. So you kind of low key, you kind of helped me break out. Into the campus, you know what I mean? You put me on, Loki. Mm. So I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> uh, this is some bullshit. Do not let this young man flatter you out here in these streets. Cayman was on and popping. Everybody already knew who the fuck Cayman was. I um, really, I mean, I was out here, but I, I didn't. I'll say I didn't. I didn't do anything. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't. I was just known because I was a sigma at that point. I was about to say, and then but you're so much more than that. Yeah, for sure. But so, I don't think people knew that. Fair. You know what fair. I'm I see that. I see that. I'm so happy you actually brought that up because I feel like that's what I want to like talk to you about tonight. Like I want to talk to you about like the evolution of like becoming becoming Bam. <laughs> becoming ba- yes, becoming Bam. I just named becoming- your episode, by the way. <laughs> Period. You just did. I was waiting for this moment. I was waiting for this moment because I knew it was having cheers to becoming Bam. That's the fuck I'm talking. I was ready to call it cheers to extra crack. We're gonna talk about extra crack. We gonna y'all gonna know about extra crack. But I mean, potentially we gonna the night is young. Uh, Before we even Okay. I just we gotta toast up this special selection before we get any further into the shits because I'm going to forget if we don't. So today, um, in the stew, we are drinking a little thing I like to call a little concoction. I flicked the wrist to make, and I made it specially for my son's son. It's called Blue (laughs) Devil. It's called Blue Devil. And for those of y'all that are listening that know my son's son, you know why. I named this drink Blue Devil. <laughs> and for those of you that do not know why I named this drink Blue Devil, Cameron, why do you keep? Why don't you tell them why you think I named it Blue I mean, Devil? 
I mean, I don't know, cause uh, cause I'm a a light skinned devil. I'm a killer in these streets. No period. Listen. Nah, nah, nah. I don't know. I don't know, man. So you don't know? I don't know, man. Listen, you better hide. Well, back in those days, you needed to. Okay, okay. I'll, hide I'll, your kids. I'll, hide your wife. I'll give you hide that. your. Listen, hide your daughters. I <laughs> as your aunties, your sisters, your cousins. Listen, can't like he does not even try. He never <laughs> even tried. He just hey, he like, bruh, like on the on the most no on the most Beyonce's of t- on the most Beyonce of tips, bruh. Like he just woke up like this and I just listen. Um but he's my angel. He's my angel. So of course. Always, always and forever. Uh, and so just to give y'all a little recipe, it's really simple, extremely simple. I just threw hands for real. I got a little bit of Bacardi mm. rum, mm. the white rum. Had to. And then <laughs> uh, threw a little bit of pineapple juice in there, mixed it with some blue Caraco. I always call it Caraco. I wonder if it's called something else. I, you know, I should like, I've, Google I've, I've heard like, people say, exactly. like I heard people say Curacao. But you know, I don't know. hell no. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's yeah, probably, like like the way it's, it's written. It, it, I, I don't know. It, it it sounds ugly to read it and like say it that way. I guess it it doesn't look like it would read that way. But Caraco. I don't know. I'm calling it Caraco. That's how I originally read it. So you know, on the Cheers podcast, Bam Talo. We're we're on we're on the Talum. same page here, Car- Caraco. Thank you. Caraco. So um, let's toast up this Caraco. Um, cheers, Sun Sun. Cheers. Thank you. It's actually really good too. No, this shit slaps. I low key almost finished mine already. I won't hold you. Sorry. But, uh, you know, there's more to be made, I suppose. She sent me the ingredients on some super like efficient. We gonna we gonna do this together, shit, long distance. Hell yeah! No, y'all should have seen us before we got on this journey. We was on Facetime, like okay, step one. <laughs> <laughs> like a little yeah, no, she, had, she had a little, she had a little, she had a little cooking show, a little bartending class via via uh, Facetime. So necessary, so necessary. Um. Usually I do like some kind of like, or I try to do like a drinking game of some kind, some kind of like icebreaker, but I just want to take a shot sometime. I just, is that okay? Can we? Easy. Let me, let me grab that bottle real quick. All right. All right. We back. We back. I got the bottle. Mm-hmm. Would you like to, I want you to bless the, what are we? What are we shooting at? What are we shooting at? I mean, cheers to cheers. Cheers to cheers to Mama Shay. I'm really proud of you. This is cool as shit. I'm not gonna lie. This this is the first time I've done anything like this. So yeah, I mean, shout out to the wave. I fuck with you. I fuck with you. I love you the long way. Always. Cheers to cheers. <laughs> Woo. Okay, so so I'm gonna ask everybody who comes through the stew to talk shit with me. I always start off by asking, "What is oop dropping things?" 
Oh, cracking things. Love cracking. it. Cracking. Cracking things. Um, so what is your ministry? What is my ministry? What is your ministry? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> what are what are you about? What am I about? What's, the, what's, what's your purpose? Um, to just, I guess, spread authenticity and the feeling of like being able to just do whatever you want creatively while remaining yourself and making that the point. Um, a friend of mine, fellow artist, Desmond Dane, uh, he put it so crazy. He, I saw him post it on Instagram. He said it's like a competition to see who can be themselves the best. And then to put my own spin on that, to see who can be themselves the best and just make it look the coolest. <laughs> <laughs> and you make it look pretty cool. Sense. And then, yeah, that's what I want to do. And I guess I want to show people that they can do that. So like, you don't have to try to be something you're not because that's what people want to hear or that's what sounds cool. Like I'm trying to show people you can make whatever is actually your real life sound cool. I fuck with that. I fuck with the heavy. So would you say that creating music is the cornerstone of your ministry? Yeah, definitely. At this point, right Has now. Has it always been? Um, this, I was about to say, that's my next question. I don't know. Music's always been there. It's always been something that I did, but there was never any real drive or purpose behind it. It was just something I do with my friends or, you know I mean? Something that I did when we linked up over the summer, over the winter when I was back from school. But it was never like, I'm doing this shit. <laughs> Had like energy, like into it. So I don't know if it was always music, um, but I don't know what it would have been before that. Uh, maybe just writing in general. Like I always like to write. Um, that's what drove me to be an English major in the first place. So I was about to say, let me interject you all. Let me break myself. So annoying. Everybody gonna be like, so. They really just brought this nigga on the show so she could just praise this nigga for an hour. A little bit, a little bit. That's actually <laughs> high key, high key. I just wanted everybody to know that I love my son and that he's fucking lit and everybody should ride with him. But so we took a poetry class together. Oh, you're done. You drink yeah, the whole yeah, shit. Yeah, you hear the ice. <laughs> clinking, clinking. Um, we took a poetry class together. And when I tell you that... We just, I remember we was in the poetry class. That's really where we got close. That is, that was it. That was, oh, y'all, we had this racist ass. That's, Listen, that, they, they, that's, that bitch was a racist. That's where we vibed because we were just like, it was like us versus everybody else in the class. It was only three, was, three, mean, three black people in the class. Nadia. And mm-hmm. it was us versus everybody, bro. Like, no matter what, like, on some bullshit. <laughs> Awesome bullshit, precious Lord. It was one time one uh Nadia wrote a poem, I think it had nigga in it, right? The poem it was like nigga's always something, something, something. I tell you that this 
Caucasian crustacean parted her gums to utter the word nigga. <laughs> like, and she said, she said, nigga. She said it just like that. <laughs> niggas always, <laughs> niggas always do this. Niggas. And she was just like, the fucked up part is that like, she didn't even say the lines of the poem. Right. She was just like, cause she was trying to imitate. She like, really what put, the, yeah, yeah. The she poem. really put her own flow like, on niggas, it. Da, 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 da. Niggas da 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 da. Niggas da da da. Like literally, I was like, and I, I said, whoa. <laughs> had to put the whole class on pause. Like whoa, and I just looked. It came in for validation. I didn't know what to do. I was like, help. Bro, I, I honestly, I was so shocked. I didn't move the rest of the class. Like I didn't. I don't think I blinked. Like I was just looking at the paper in front of me because I felt like if I looked at her like I, I don't know like it was wild as shit I was just frozen there like did that really just fucking happen and I just kept thinking about it you like, were sitting nah, right nah, next nah. to her bro I was like nah 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 because it was one of them small ass it was one of them small ass you know like group workshopping classes so we all used to sit around the table I'm like bitch I'm not trying to sit in the circle with you today like, fuck your kumbaya yeah, and but, she tried, to, uh, she tried that, to justify this shit, too, by, like, saying, well, this is a group workshop, so if you wouldn't want anyone else to read the word, like, you shouldn't write it in a poem. I'm like, what? Like, bitch, is you serious? <laughs> you want the bitch, poems to be authentic. You want the poems to be me. It doesn't have to be you. It's not for you. Like, you, 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 know, you, know, you know, because I wrote that, you don't have to say that, like... Yeah, that was wild as fuck. Good lord, Tyson was good for a little racism scandal here and there. Oh, but, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All of that to say, all of that to say that yeah. that was when I first discovered that like came and had bars for real because we was in the little poetry class, and then you know you got to pass around everybody poems and then <laughs> read the poems. Then somebody else got to read the poem out loud. Then you got to read the poem out loud. And I remember came and was spit some hot fire in the class. I was like, God damn, thanks, God. What? Was that an honor <laughs> to <appeal>? Like... <laughs> And um, I remember I looking, I was like, whoa, like came in, like there's, there's talent here. Like, what are you doing with it? He's like, yeah, you know, I'll be making music sometimes a little bit, but you know, I just be chilling. Like, just be chilling. And now here you are. It's weird, right? And now here you are. So I want you to talk to me about the moment, talk to us, sorry, about the moment that you realized that like making music like was it. Like, when was the moment the chief called and was like... It's a... There's definitely a, a one singular moment, but it it's like a kind of a long timeline. My bros, like, you know what I mean? Like the frat, you know, Shaq and, and CJ and Kelechi and everybody. Um, They would hear some of the stuff that I just did for fun when I went back home and was chilling with my little brother or was chilling with my niggas from back home. And um, they would be like, bro, like, you, you, you're tough. Like, <laughs> why don't you do this? Why don't you rap? Like, you should rap. And the kind of person I am, like, if what I'm doing isn't clear, I can't really say that I'm doing it. So even though I made music and I did rap, People would hear it and be like, "Oh, you rap?" or like, "Oh, do you do you make music?" And I'm like, and I would be like, "Ah, uh, not really." 
You know what I mean? Like for fun, but I'm not really, I'm not a rapper. That's what I always say. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you but, I, but I'm not a rapper. Claim so I didn't claim it at all. Um, and, you know, over time they would just be like, bro, like, what's good? And Shaq in particular, um, he was like, bro, like, you can, you can, you can, you can really fucking rap, bro. Like, you can rap. And so I was like, yeah. <laughs> What does that mean? Um, and it's kind of crazy how it happened. So I had that kind of energy hanging above me from like the people who were my older brothers, right? And then wait, so I wanna, I wanna, I wanna kind of, I wanna dive in at this moment. So when did that conversation with Shaq happen? That would have been. Was it like? Was it? So I know, like, I'm sure he said this to you, like, over multiple times. Obviously, but like, yeah, it, was but there the, like the, a conversation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the conversation was probably fall, uh, fall of sixteen, fall twenty sixteen. Okay. Okay. And I was like, you know, yeah. Like I can rap, <laughs> but and I don't know. There was just nothing pushing it. Um, and seventeen happens, right? We our chapter brings in another line, and now I have this set of neos, and one of them in, in particular is Jalen. Jalen Muggs, our fucking guy. Mm, fucking Jalen. And he was a producer and uh, just like an all-around really artistic person, a dope producer. Um, but I didn't know him before he crossed. So afterwards, like, we were cool, but he wasn't like, you know what I mean? Like, my guy, like he is now. Um, right. And then one night, we were all chilling in my apartment, just like a bunch of us bros. And when we used to when we used to like have a session like a like when we used to smoke and shit, we would just get to freestyle and like and they would just start. Playing. That's how it always began. Off off, off, begins. off YouTube beats, and then Jalen pulled up, and he was like, "Hold on, let me see something." And he got on the ox, and this nigga started playing his own beats. Like, damn. Like, this is my shit. Like, this is the kind of production that I really, really like, that I really appreciate, that I feel like I write my best stuff to. Um, mm. And it had always been that way. I'd always felt like I wrote my best stuff over uh, tracks that were, like, more instrumental and I guess kind of sounded more old school, like, hip-hoppy, rather than, like, the trap stuff and the, you know I mean, the, like, the bangers. Um, I, can, I can rap to that stuff, but I just feel like, the stuff that's the most me is the stuff that's more instrumental. And that's exactly right. what he was. Um, and I was like, bro, you're fucking tough. <laughs> we got a, we, we got, we got a link. And then I started freestyling and, and rapping over his beats. And he was like, yeah, we definitely got a link. And we linked once and we recorded something, but it was just kind of like something to do. Like it was something I had already written a long time before and it didn't like sound great, but it was just like the first time we ever did it. So it was just cool to, mm -hmm. to have done something. Um, but testing the waters. I don't think we ever did anything with that. I don't even know the wording. Like nothing ever happened with that recording after that. 
And then summer happens. I record some more stuff at home with my niggas and my little brother. Come back in the fall and he has a, a session scheduled at UMBC. Um, they have like a really nice recording studio there and he's got a lot of homies that had access to it basically. So he hit me up. He was like, yo, like I'm, I'm about to go to UMBC. You trying to roll? I was like, fuck it. And this is the first time I met so many people who are like my homies now, like my homie homies. And it was really cool. Like I met all of them through Jalen and, um, same thing happened. Like he, he basically access to one of the rooms and he was like, what do you want to do? I was like, let's just, let's just record something. So we did another song that I already had written that I had a beat for already. It wasn't even his beat. And it was so crazy. Like my first time recording in like a professional studio with like a real booth that was in a whole separate room. And like, <laughs> oh shit. yeah, I mean like that shit was legit. It was buttons and fucking like big ass speakers and a window like the shit the little slide yo like the shit yeah exactly the light <laughs> the shit was so crazy to me and two way and we recorded we recorded the song it was cool um but then like we we still never did anything with that but he hit me up a couple weeks later and he was like yo you trying to go back and i was like yeah this time do you mind if i if i tell my little brother to come and my my little brother still lives um in Gaithersburg where i'm from uh, he's 22, he's three years younger than me. Um, so he was like, yeah, I mean, that's cool with me. So I called my little brother. He pulls up, uh, with our other homie Piff. Um, and we're all just chilling. And then it was, uh, me, Jalen, Jalen's homie Ash, who is my, my bro, bro now, my little brother, AK, um, and my man's Piff. And we're all just chilling. Jalen starts going, cycling through beats on his laptop. And each one was tough. Like, he doesn't, I've never heard a beat that I was just like, bro, this John is ass. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, that's <laughs> never happened. But uh, he's cycling through, and we're like, okay, yeah, like, this John's cool. All right, we're rocking with this one. All right, cool, cool, cool. Boom, he drops this one joint, and all of our jaws just dropped. And we're all just looking at this nigga like, bruh. What the fuck is that? <laughs> what? <laughs> and and I, 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 remember, I remember my homie Piff was like, nah, 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 that's the one. Load that up right now. Like, let's do it. And he loaded the beat up and he just kept playing it over. And all of us sat there and wrote to it. Pause, is that my favorite song? Went in and recorded it one by one. Hey. And then it was sheesh. Where's... I don't even know if I should talk about that now. If I want to talk about that, I can't contain myself. Listen. So fast forward to July from this moment. Yeah. He drops the fucking <sighs> drops the fucking project, and I'm like, yo, to load up my little Apple Music and do my thing. And every like the whole shit, the intro is fire. I'm like, okay, it's lit. Okay, okay, okay. And then I hear the beat drop to the second goddamn track of the goddamn <laughs> project. And I just, my jaw too dropped. Like, I remember exactly where I was. Like, it was like, I was I was in the bathroom. I think I was like, I was all in my scalp, I'm sure. Like, so basically I was in the essence of like, 
literally. Like I, I've never felt so close to you in this moment. I'm like, I'm in the essence of myself, caring for myself, communing with music that is fucking, listen, just stop right now. <laughs> just pause this shit right now and go to Sheesh. Pull up your little Apple Musics and enrich your life. And then come back and get back into this. But Sunsun, please continue. So that song was just like, at that point, for sure, like the hardest song I had ever done. Like undoubtedly, like craziest song. And um, we just didn't know what we were going to do with it, you know? Like it was tough as shit. And everybody who heard it was like, Bruh. But like I said, like I wasn't a rapper. <laughs> but I'm not a rapper. Super high fire. Keep going. So, you know, time goes on and I keep linking up with them and I get closer and closer with all of uh, Jalen's homies and their their group collective is called Aberration and I get really close with all of them. Um mm-hmm. And I just get closer and closer with Jalen. Like, you know, we, we're spending a lot of time together um, recording things here and there, but, you know, nothing major. And then that winter comes. So the winter after fall 17. Um, 17, 18. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that time. Yeah. That period of time. And I'm, pretty sh- New Year. I'm pretty sure it was after New Year's, too. So it was... It was the, the top of 2018. So you brought in 2018 mm-hmm. on some serious shit. N- not even brought it in. That, but that was my New Year's resolution. So I went to Florida, uh, where I'm from originally, Tampa, and I was with my family. And um, I just want to say I remember that because I was salty because I came yeah, for Christmas. Yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. so I was in Florida, and um, a lot of my family in Florida is Cuban. Um, so they always have these really big New Year's parties and, um, they follow a lot of the like Latino traditions and things like that. So they have this like big box basically. And you write as many New Year's resolutions as you want on a little piece of paper. And then you put it in the box and then like at midnight, they like burn the box or some shit like that. Like, mm. I don't know. But, um, so I wrote that I wanted to lose weight, not like that I thought I was fat, but I just wanted to tone up a little bit. Mm. But I still hadn't had like, I still hadn't had an epiphany, right? 2018, ooh, so 2018. Mm-hmm. 2018 was like the, kind of like the- For sure. Okay. For okay. sure, like from from New Year's Eve, like, yeah. Yeah, I can say that. Okay. Um, Okay. And then fast forward a couple of weeks, you know, I'm back in Baltimore and Jalen stayed in his dorm for winter break and all his roommates was gone. So we set up shop in the living room T-Run. So it's like a big, uh, big living room, sweet style. For those of y'all that don't know what T-Run is, we're using our little TU language. Uh, shout out to Tulsa University. But uh, TU was basically like the trap of the campus. Like It was the on-campus, like upperclassmen apartments. Like I remember being a freshman, like, oh, if I knew somebody lived in T-Run, like I was last. I lived in, I, I never physically lived in T-Run. I never had a room in T-Run, but I lived in T-Run. And I feel like if you 
went to Towson and you like living in T-Run, but not living in T-Run. But <laughs> and so we set up shop in his living room and it was just like this big space. And um, we had a session there the night before that. And there was a bull there who rapped. Um, and we had that session. And then the next day I came alone. And like I told Jalen, I was like, I just wanted to just be me and you. Um, or like, not not just that there was one or two other people, but I didn't want it to be a big group thing. So he's like, all right, but there was only three of us there at any given point in time. Um, and I pulled up and he was playing this beat and I was feeling it, but Jalen knows now, like there's this like look that comes on my face and I start moving a certain way and twitching a certain way when I'm like really, really feeling it. Mm-hmm. So I was feeling it enough to write to it, but I wasn't like in my in my mood. Mm-hmm. And then we went, took a smoke break in the bathroom, <laughs> trapping That's it out. Nice. And I came back and he was working on a different beat. Mm-hmm. And he was just like starting it from scratch almost. Like it was it was it was bare bones. But I heard where it was going and like in my head started rapping what I was already writing. And it was going crazy. And as he built the beat more, I was feeling it more and more. And I was writing as he built the beat. Mm -hmm. He he finished the beat. I kept writing. Out of nowhere, I had a whole song. I had two verses in the chorus. And he's like, for real? I was like, I got a whole thing. Like, I got a whole thing. And... I think he just already knew like I was gonna be on some shit because I just I had I, I came in there with this energy like he 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 already knew why but like I came in there with this energy um, and I don't know if I was just like in my bag or what bruh, but we record that joint and it was facts mm. and I was like in that song I'm like kind of like. That's like me proclaiming like, all right, yeah, like I can fucking rap. Like, yeah, all right, I can fucking rap. That's facts. And (laughs) I don't know, like we recorded it and we listened to it over and over for like an hour and then we were just sitting there. It was like, yeah, I think this is a thing. (laughs) I can see his face. I I think this is a thing. And I was like, yeah. What a came in response. I'm not a man of Just I'm, look you I'm not a, I'm not a man of many words. <laughs> I, like no. he's a man of many words, but he's also not yeah. all at the same time. Like he will write you many words. He will communicate many words to you if it is over a beat. But if the beat is not there, no, everything no, is no, long, no long very talk. intentional. Yeah. <laughs> no long talk. <laughs> And so that was that was that was the moment. Like that was the moment. Well, you recorded facts. Recorded facts, and that was like, all right, we're gonna do something. And this is another moment in which I'm encouraging you all to pause this shit and then go listen to it, so that you can understand. Because if you listen to the song, you will understand the energy that he is talking about. The energy. <laughs> he I can only imagine the energy, because like when Kevin is about to do something, he's like, nah, yeah, it's about to get done period right now yeah so i love it after that like it was like everything we did had a purpose and you know we were like 
intentionally going through beats and strategically choosing songs that we had recorded from like like the catalog that we had, picking the ones that were like the ones. And it's actually really funny. Um, so the project that came to be like it was all we, we always referred to it as Sheesh because of the song Sheesh. And like that song started like this like habitual just ranting of the word sheesh, like just constantly. Anything that was cool, sheesh, anything that was good, sheesh. Like anything that was positive, my response was sheesh. Sheesh. And that was that was that was it. So, you know, we just kept referring to it as sheesh. And we piled the songs up. We started, you know, trying to come up with the actual plan. And you know, shout out, shout out to my man Jalen Muggs. Um, he said, "I feel like saying j- just calling it sheesh might be like a little difficult to make it stand out." Mm. And I was like, "Yeah, I can see that. Just cause, like it's just called sheesh. Like there's probably a lot of shit out there called sheesh." And right. he immediately was like, "What about when I say sheesh, I mean it." I was like, oh, that's fucking hard. That's tough. Like, yeah. Because you do. Exactly. And so that's just what the tape ended up being called. Fast forward, we come up with the plan. We come up with the track list, the order. We come up with um, the artwork, you know, did all the photo shoots, everything. And the tape's like done. Like I have it, and it's all I listened to for like a long time. So what? Wait, when did you complete the tape? Because the tape didn't come out. When the tape came out, the July twenty third. Yeah, twenty second. Twenty second. Twenty second. Twenty second. I believe it was twenty second. And uh, I gotta check my slaver jacket. I have a slaver jacket with the date stitched on it. Sheesh. Um, <laughs> shout out! Shit. Shout out to slaver. Um, <laughs> the fucking details. Shout out to Swaver for the fucking sponsorship. I guess that's what we're gonna call it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, like that joint dropped, um, and it was just like this. It, I'll say it was a surprising amount of support that I got off the bat, like before people had even heard the music, and. That's one of those things like I'll never regret actually going to college. Like even if I'm, I become like a famous rapper and I got money and I will have technically not used my degree, like I'll never regret going to college because I met so many people and I was able to connect myself with so many people that like off the rip, nobody knew I even rapped two, three months before she dropped. Or before, when I, when I say sheesh, I mean it dropped. <laughs> And by the time I was telling people like, yo, like this is a thing, this is what I do. You know I mean? Some people came to my listening party and all that like a few months before it dropped. Um, but it was just like this whirlwind of like everybody posting the cover on Instagram and hashtagging with Simi. And it was fucking crazy, bro. I was like, damn, like I didn't, I didn't expect all that. Um, Shit, I wasn't even but, there. I was but to, to, to answer your question about when I first finished it, it was 
it was like, so I graduated in May. So the tape was finished in maybe the end of March, if not the beginning of April. Mm. I believe mm. Mm. maybe the middle of April, but oh, so it was, but it had been done. So you walked across the stage knowing that you had a bag in your back pocket already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I shot a music video at my graduation. Let out. I remember. Go that. search that on YouTube. It's uh, Bam Alexander. The song is called Bam Intro. That video is crazy. We just had this. That video. Uh, just, I was just like, bro, like let's just turn up, dog. Like you know what I mean, like. If this is my intro to the tape, and it's also my intro into like the world as Bam Alexander, the rapper, like let's just start it off with me exiting the world as like undergrad Cayman Barnes, and that shit was hard. Yeah. <laughs> and that shit was so. That shit was flames. Like when I first seen the giant, so I was hard. all right. Slight flex. Um, when I first got the video, Jalen sent it to me, and I was in Greece. I was in I, I was in I was in Santorini. This young man, this young light skinned man graduated college and said, I'm gonna go backpacking through here. I didn't go backpacking. I'm not that real, but <laughs> Sir. I went to okay. I went to Italy for a week and I went to Greece for a week. This nigga that's more than I've been. Amen. So. But so yeah, subtle flex. I was in Santorini when he sent me the video. And like no bullshit, like that shit brought a tear to my eye. Like I was like, bro, this is crazy. Like that's when I first started to feel like we don't look like trash doing this. Like like this could be your thing because it, it it looks real. Like it feels real. It doesn't feel like we just did this shit because we could. Felt like we did it because we should. Like <laughs> that's the best kind of energy. It was crazy. That's the best feeling. That's amazing. My God. And so thus became motherfucking Bam Alexander, the motherfucking guy. Yeah, man. Um, something that I kind of want you to touch more on, like you touched on it on term- in terms of the creative side. And I want to go, I guess, deeper into your process. And it seems as though... I like I said, I keep hearing this recurring theme of team mm-hmm. and a network of people around you who encourage you. Sure. Right. Like every step of the way, it's just kind of like, I have this shit. And it's like I realize I have this shit, but it seems as though like your team around you, you had a very supportive team that kind of you know, lifted you up. So I kind of want to you to, I guess, talk more to us about like the importance of teams. Cause I guess I'll say this, you know, I be rapping, but uh, I say that teams are very important to me. You got to choose your team wisely. Yeah. Right. You want to have the right motherfucking people on your team. Right. Like you're somebody I've always had on my team that like, I've appreciated having you on it. Like I've never had cause to regret having you on my team for any purpose. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and I count that as a blessing in my life, mm-hmm. right? So I guess I guess if you want to get into like who is your team, uh, what is it that, what exactly is it do you think that your team does for you? What is the dynamic of your team that you think that has pushed you to get to where you are? All right. I tell, like, I'm, I'm just going to put this out there, like disclaimer, you guys already know because we're well into this, but I like to tell stories about my life and like I get really like 
I'm very, very small picture. I'm not big picture. I, I'm very into the details. So you can tell by the way I tell a story, like I'm, I'm going through every detail of the story. So forgive me if that blows you, but you know what I mean? Get the fuck out of here. We want to know, nigga. We nosy. We want to know. So crazy story again. Um, I'll, I'll say it, it really happened organically and it was very natural. So I, I wouldn't say that I even chose who's on my team. Um, Mm. You know, it, it just happened. Your team, your team chose. Yeah, you. it, it just happened. You know, so it, a lot of it is because of me, by chance, not fucking with the first university that I went to and transferring to Towson, and mm. you know, me pledging Phi Beta Sigma Theta Omicron chapter, and you know, Thadio. you know, having having Thanks. those bros around me. Um, Our problematic faves. Um, <laughs> not doing well in school to the point that I was there long enough to have a close relationship with the bros who are older than me and the bros who are younger than me. And that's how I have the connection to all these people around me. So um, the, the team didn't have a name until New Year's of this year, 2019. And I was drunk, sitting on my couch. I didn't go out because I don't like people. So <laughs> I'm talking to Jalen. I'm drunk. And I was telling him in a lot of the situations that I'm involved with team-wise and collective-wise, I felt like I was not necessarily a part of it because I didn't feel 100% in it but i was almost like a special unlocked character like there in the background like the bonus feature type shit <laughs> and the way it always felt in my head was like i was come on unlock character but look the, the the cool shit is the, the way i always felt about it was like i was the green power ranger and so like Damn. the green power ranger came out of nowhere first he was a bad guy then he was a good guy but like when he when they took away the evil shit out of him, he had to give up his powers, and then they blessed him. And they were like, "All right, like you're tough, so we're gonna give you another power coin." Da 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 da. Right, and then he becomes the White Ranger, and then he's mm-hmm. the leader of the team, and no longer is the Red Ranger the leader of the team. The White Ranger's not the leader of the team, and everybody fucked with Tommy. Tommy Oliver, that's my nigga, right? Tommy was the fucking guy. <laughs> So yes. So all of the collectives that I'll say I was involved with, I just didn't feel like I was either there a hundred percent because there was just stylistic and ideological differences that wouldn't allow me to hundred percent align myself with the groups or whatever, um, or it was just. I felt like I wasn't there from the beginning and I wasn't as like, like it was, it felt like an established thing before I got there and I feel like I didn't hundred percent mesh cause I didn't know any, everybody involved. And it's like, I was, I was there and I'm cool with them and I'm, I'm bro, but I never felt like I was that. And down to things as simple as the names of the various different groups, I didn't feel like the name meant something to me. So Jalen, I told him all that and he was like, so what are you saying? And I was like, it's time for me to be like the White Ranger and to lead my own squad. Like El Capitano, 
<laughs> I am the captain now. And we as the team already know who we are because we are the ones who have been doing all this. So it's me, it's Jalen, who is everything, bro. Like he does all the production. He does all of the recording. He does all of the mixing, mastering, engineering. He does all of the photography, all of the edits. He did all of the video. Mm. He mm. he did the video edits. Everything. You know what I mean? All I do is rap. Everything else is that nigga. Damn, Jalen is the motherfucking... He the fucking Krabby Patty formula for real. Yeah. He the, he the cornerstone. <laughs> He's everything, bro. So, you know, he knew he's on the team, obviously. Like, me and him, for sure. Like, we're, like, the two, like, yeah, definites, right? But, um, you know, like I was saying earlier, like, I, I feel weird, like, talking about this because this nigga's job, like, right here. But, um, you know, Sheck was the, the one who really was, like, you got to rap, bro. He's, like, you got to rap. He started, I don't know, it was just like little things that he did. Like he started hooking me up with the slaver drops and he had me in the photo shoots and he was like putting my face out there. And ever since then, like once it came to dropping music and doing all that, like it's just been nothing but constant support from that nigga. So at this point, I'm like, I'm fucking sponsored by slaver. I'm like brand ambassador or whatever. I don't know. But like that shit is cool as fuck to me, bro. Like, so, you know what I mean? Like a central part of the team. Um, and then like Tim is, uh, Jalen's bro. He's my bro now, but I met him through Jalen. Um, he's a graphic designer. He helped design my merchandise, my band, extra crack shirts. Mm. Um, you know, he, he was helping with my cover art process and like a lot of my visual aesthetic kind of stuff um and he's just he was around for the entire recording process almost um which happened in my living room of my apartment by the way my entire project was recorded in my living room. um i remember when you told me that shit. <laughs> i'm not sad like yo i asked this nigga came in i was like yo what studio did you go to to record your project that he was like uh the living room my shit hit the floor i was like sir yeah. Like how the quality, the editing. Listen, bruh, Jalen is a fucking wizard. I'm trying bro. to tell y'all, Jalen Muggs the genius. But um, so yeah, like I, I consider Tim an essential part of the team. Um, and then uh, there's Ash, who another guy I met through um, Jalen. He's actually on the tape on a couple of different songs. He's on. He's the first verse on Sheesh. He's also Sheesh. on. Uh, mm-hmm. He's on your man's freestyle with me. Uh, another one of my favorite songs mm-hmm. and um that nigga he's he's, he's really just like Jalen. like he's super multi-talented he can do anything he's an artist he can paint he can draw he can do photos he can do videos he can rap like shit like he's he's probably the toughest rapper that i know personally um and you know he's just he's always been around he's always been super supportive um and just super down for whatever so i consider him mm-hmm. a part of the team um, and then there's, you know, Steve, Deuce, my guy, my Dean, <laughs> uh, he is, uh, acting as, he managed, yeah, 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 he's like, he's my acting manager. Um, he is just kind of like, 
my helper you know what i mean like you know because that's that's my bro for life and he uh I don't know. Like I don't. I don't know what I would do without Steve, bro. Like he's he's helped me through a lot, um, in a lot of different ways, and he's supported my music from the beginning. Um, as soon as I was like, "Yo, I think I'm gonna do the music shit," he was like, "Yeah, good. Like you need to, bro. Like yeah." <laughs> uh, and so yeah, like he's just he's kind of like my. He's gonna be my go-to person. You know what I mean? And then, like if I just mm. if I need something, I don't know. He's He's just there for me. <laughs> uh, but so that's like, that's generally the team. And um, after I explained to Jalen what I wanted to do and what the point of all this was, uh, he was like, so what you going to call it? Like, what is, what, what do you want it to be? What's the team? Because we have to have a brand. We have to have a name, like an image. And I kind of sat there for a second and I looked at him and I said, County kids, we're all from, counties you know none of us are from the major cities that we live in proximity to so i'm from i'm right. from montgomery county Sheck is from prince george's county you know most of the bros that i'm around at this point are from prince george's county um but then like Jalen and all of the people that i've met through him they're all from baltimore county and it's funny like when you ask us where we're from we won't tell you what city we're from no one will say, oh, like, where are you from? Oh, I'm from Gaithersburg or I'm from Laurel. I'm from, you know what I mean? Like, I'm from PG. I'm from Moco. They tell you the county. Period. I'm from PG. I'm from Moco. I'm from Baltimore County. Baltimore County. No, but I'm from the county. Them niggas just yeah. say the county. And, and, and it's, and it's funny, as, as, I, as, I started, <laughs> as I started to think about it even deeper and think about, like, the other people who I consider really close to me, um, two of my my brothers, my bros, that I met at Shippensburg, the first university I went to before I transferred to Towson. They're from Philly, but um, I believe that if if not where they always lived, like I know for sure now, like they live in the county. I was just like, damn, like as far back as I can think, like all of my peoples are county kids. And I think we just have as a county kid, you grow up not thinking that where you're from is special or like yeah that it's important. It's lesser than in, in prox. It's lesser than compared. You know what I mean? To to, compared to the people who are like, I'm from I'm from DC. I'm from West mm-hmm. Baltimore. I'm from East Baltimore. I'm from you know what I mean. I'm from Philly. I'm from mm-hmm. Miami. Like any major city, like it sounds cooler. And we grow up thinking like, damn. I want to move to New York. I want to move to this place. I want to move to that place because they're big cities and they seem important. And, you know, just based on my own story, based on my own life, like there's a lot of importance in the counties. And there's a lot of mm-hmm. talent and a lot of like really cool creative energy in the counties. Like the neighborhood I'm from alone, yeah. there's all these artists and all these rappers and musicians and producers. And- all these people popping up out of nowhere that I never knew did the shit. And it's just like, it's like this melting pot. And I feel like, you know what I mean? Like once you have that kind of energy out there, you can make your own scene. You don't have to go to a place like New York. You don't have to go to a place like Atlanta or Los Angeles. If all of that is just brewing there and someone's willing to have 
pride in the fact that we're from there, you can make your own scene. So hell yeah! Like all, I just had this drunk epiphany, and that's how it came out. And it was probably a lot more all over the place, but like everybody in the room was like, "Damn!" And ever since January first, twenty nineteen, we've been the County Kids. All right, so let's stop there for part one. I hope you guys have enjoyed it so far. Again, I said this is one of the most like excited interviews that I've done so far in creating this project. Um, why don't you take a break between part one and two? Go stream the motherfucking music. Let the music speak for its motherfucking self. Have a water break because I hope you've been sipping as we were sipping the whole time that we did the interview. And then we will catch y'all back for part two. All black with a hoodie All on Catching toffee with a movie okay. on I don't trust that she a groupie hoe no. So I never take the jewelry off no. That booty chocolate chip cookie so soft She gon' relieve all this tension Yes, I'm still in school, no detention hey. Made a bad habit of flexing uh -huh. My ex just want reconnection I just moved on to the next I one She rolled it. up back with for breakfast Get up and head to the chat Then okay. she sent the snapper for breast is right. Swave her on me, it ain't even released Cali talent, baby, I got the keys Ooh. Ratatouille, baby, I got the cheese. Call me Jeffy Shorty, I lit a cheese.